Welcome to Breaking the Barrier, a podcast focused on Western trailblazers who are breaking barriers both in and out of the arena. I'm your host, Rebel Seclocha. Today, I'm thrilled to welcome one of rodeo's most promising young talents. I'm visiting with Madison Uthier, an 18-year-old breakaway roping star. Thanks so much for joining us, Madison. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So to start, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and when you knew that rodeo was something you really wanted to pursue? Both of my parents have always been in the horse industries, and my dad was actually a professional rodeo cowboy. He was a four-time Wrangler, national final saddle bronc rider, and then he also was a two-time Linderman Award winner in the PRCA. So he was definitely always still rodeoing while I was younger, and that's why I was mainly around rodeo. Um, my mother was actually a professional polo player. I also got to always be around that side of the industry. She was actually the number one ranked woman player um, a couple of years ago when she stepped down and retired, kind of. And so just to have kind of the best of both worlds, even today, I play a little bit of polo. So to have the best of both worlds of coaches and um, horsemanship from both of them is so amazing. And also another, you know, big part of my life that involves horses is our family started L.A. Waters Quarter Horses when in the 60s. And it's a breeding program that we have now in Utopia, Texas, that my grandparents started. And so horses have just been a huge part of my life forever. And I've been on horseback before I could even walk and um, doing lead line. Rodeo has kind of been the one that I've taken to the most, and especially in the past couple of years with my most recent successes and with how big breakaway has gotten. Definitely my main focus is on rodeo, but I also play polo too. So it's awesome to get to do both things and, um, you know, have the support from my family that I do with the amazing horses we have. Absolutely. So you have a very impressive rodeo resume and are coming off some fresh wins, but I also want to give listeners a chance to get to know Madison Uthier, the individual behind Madison Uthier, the breakaway roper. But we can't ignore that um, you're just coming off a fresh win at AT&T Stadium at the Women's Rodeo World Championships, where you walked away the champion breakaway roper. First of all, congratulations. Uh, but that's not a place you're totally unfamiliar with, being the first ever women's breakaway roping champion also at the American. Talk about those experiences, what they were like for you, and, and how they've impacted you and your family. Oh, both experiences were just so amazing. Um, the first time, you know, getting to go to AT&T Stadium in the American last year was, I was just blown away um, with the hospitality we got as athletes there. Um, and the whole experience, it was, it was amazing. And then again, this year at the American, and then now at this PBR World Finals with the WCRA Women's World Championship Finals was I mean, every time I go there, it's so just so cool. And uh, they always ask me, you know, like, are you nervous, you know, when you're roping there? But I'm just, I think my nerves just go out the window every time I rope there because I'm just so excited to be in that arena. It's, you know, huge props to the WCRA, the PBR, and the American for giving us the opportunity to be in that stadium. I mean, it's unreal and definitely a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that I'm thankful to. I've had a couple times now, so I don't think all of my wins even have still sunk in yet in that arena. I've just been pretty lucky to have roped good enough to qualify through the semifinals of the American and then also through the long process of qualifying 
to the Women's Rodeo World Championship this last week. And then to finish it off there, Roping Good was just, you know, a bonus and um, so awesome. It's definitely impacted our family a lot. I've been lucky to have a lot more sponsorship opportunities, able to have people know my name now is pretty cool. I've been able to do a couple roping schools now because of it. Just getting messages across social media about how little girls are kind of looking up to me is probably the coolest part about it all. I don't know if I am worthy of that, but it's pretty awesome to get to hear those comments and, um, you know, to just be in that position to be where I am it's pretty cool to be at this level and um, I'm just very thankful again to my parents and everybody that supports me and I can do it without them. Absolutely. So you kind of alluded to this a little bit, but there are a lot of women young and old alike that are looking at you and finding inspiration through you. What advice would you give someone looking to take a leap of faith, whether it be in rodeo or, or anything else for that matter? Oh, I think a hundred percent, you know, just I never thought that I'd be where I am today two years ago. Um, I think with hard work, you can do anything. I mean, I have had a lot of lot of days that I wanted to not practice. I go to public school, and I've always played varsity basketball my whole high school career, so I wouldn't get home until 6 o'clock every night from school in, in the winter, and it's dark and cold. And every day my dad and I would be out there practicing with the arena lights arena lights on you know roping and I think that you know just with dedication and hard work you can achieve anything you want and um, like my dad said you know you got to come with your wins with humbleness you know you have to be humble through it all too so once you do achieve those goals I mean still stay the same person and keep working hard that's what I you know after the American last year I think I roped more than I ever had and I think that's why I got the opportunity to be where I was this past weekend just continue to work hard and even when you accomplish your goals you know set higher ones because you'll be able to achieve them if you keep working hard. You're 18 in high school managing a bunch of different responsibilities and I guess your schedule looks much different from other high school students how do you manage your time and keep yourself from getting burnt out? So it has been pretty hectic schedule um, all throughout my high school career. Like I said, I go to public school, which is unlike most of my rodeo friends. They do go to homeschool, most of them. So I am a little bit different on that. I go to public school and I have played varsity basketball the past three years in high school. And so that's been a huge time commitment, but it's been awesome. And I love team sports. And I think that's why I take to polo so much because it involves the, or, you know, the horses from rodeo, but also the team sport part of basketball. Um, this year, I've actually stepped down from playing basketball. I'm not playing basketball this year just because I'm a senior and I get off period at the end of the day that I wouldn't have if I played basketball. So it just gives me a little bit more time to come home and ride all my horses. And so my day still is pretty full. I get home and I'm able to ride a lot more horses. So I usually start with my polo horses my mom and I ride them and I have between five and six polo horses going during the season and so um also practicing polo you know it's just like rodeo you gotta practice not only keep your horses in shape but do a lot of practicing with that and um, I just got done with a big season here in Houston Texas it's the seasons here are spring and fall and so I was on a club team during this um 
this fall and we did really good and then I also was on a big team at the end of the season called the in the Texas Women's Open Polo Championship and so um, we had my mom and I had uh, helped put that team together about six months ago and it was a big deal and um, at the time we knew about the Women's World Championship for um, you know the WCRA rodeo but it was scheduled to be in Vegas at the South Point a week before. Well, whenever that got canceled and moved to um, Arlington and Fort Worth, uh, it got moved a week forward. So it was over the top of this huge polo tournament that I was playing in. And um, I actually wasn't even going to get to compete at the WCRA because of it. Um, I had already made it to the WCRA um, Women's World Championship, but... I had committed so much to this team, and my mom and I were really excited about it. So anyway, my dad ended up taking me up there on my off day, and I had a game the next day. So we were like, even if I did good at the WCRA, you know, we'd have to come home. Well, my dad's like, after I did good, my dad's like, um, well, I think we'll just try and work it out. You need to stay here and rope for $60,000. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. And so we, I roped on... Um, Thursday at two o'clock in Fort Worth and I had a game at 3 30 in Houston Texas for the second game of our big polo tournament we had won our first one and if we won the second one we got to go to the finals and so I did great at Fort Worth I made it to the top 24 round then the top 12 round and then I made it all the way to the top six round which was where we got to go to AT&T Stadium on Sunday so I qualified all the way through and had a great time well um <laughs> So we got a private plane to actually fly me from Fort Worth back to Houston right after I roped at 2 o'clock, and I made it there for my polo game, and we won it. And so I stayed in Houston, and our finals game there was actually Sunday at uh, 2 o'clock. And so I played in the finals of our Texas Women's Open Polo Championship, (laughs) and we won it. And I got back on the private plane and flew to Arlington and my dad had rooster all booted up and ready to go for me thankfully at AT&T Stadium and we pulled up and walked in and I roped. Oh my gosh lots of coordination that I don't think people uh think about with with so many irons in the fire but how would you say that you know your polo career influences your rodeo and vice versa? Polo's completely different. You know, you ride in a English saddle, and um, it's a lot different horsemanship skills. But I think that my polo, you know, career has helped my rodeo so much with just being able to ride better and to know, you know, how different horses feel because you're not going to be on the same horse every time in rodeo. I mean, yes, I ride my main one at 99% of the places, but. You know, sometimes I'll have to get on the back of one or sometimes, you know, we have to change something up and whatever. So I think that the combination, I mean, the more you're on a horse's back, the more you're going to improve your horsemanship skills and um, just get better and better at it. So I think, you know, then just having both disciplines under my belt and practicing them both every day just really helps both and um, helps me excel in any type of 
horsemanship. It's pretty easy to see that you're a competitor by nature. What's your self-talk or mindset when you approach a competition of any kind? Yes, I'm a huge competitor and I get that definitely from my family. We are super competitive in everything we do. I mean, we have like family kickball games out in the yard where we're like going all out. And so I'm um, I'm competitive anywhere I go. I don't really like think any place is more, you know, um, obviously there's bigger rodeos, but I don't, I don't take that as, you know, I have to take it any lighter, but I just, focus on practicing that's where I get my muscle memory and that's where I get my confidence is in the practice pen and if I'm confident in knowing that I've practiced really hard for the past week or whatever leading up to the competition I'm feeling good my horse is good I know what both of us are capable of doing I just kind of you know reside in the fact that whatever's going to happen is going to happen but I'm going to try my best and I'm confident in myself and confident in my horse enough that we'll do well and so I kind of just try and have a, not a cocky at all, but confident mindset. I think there's a fine line between cocky and confident. I just try and remain confident. I can tell like whenever I am starting to, like if I miss or something, am I'm starting to have a less confident outlook on it. You know, I'm a little worried before I walk in the box or something. Um, I'm looking at the negatives of what could happen. Then that's usually when I don't perform to my best. So I think that having a set game plan every time and working on that execution at home for your game plan is key in keeping your confidence up. So you've mentioned your parents multiple times throughout the interview, and they're both very accomplished in their own right. Do you feel any pressure to live up to their legacies through your own career? My parents do a pretty good job. They're not too hard on me if I have a bad day every once in a while. So I don't think they're the ones putting too much pressure on me. Um, my dad is <laughs> actually pretty been pretty tough on me in my life on rodeo just because he wants me to perform and do my best I honestly get more of a more just of a confidence boost from them being in my corner you know and having the accomplishments they do it's just awesome to have such prestigious parents and they want me to win just as much as I do which is awesome so I don't really feel any external pressure from their accomplishments more just a it's really cool and awesome to have them there and it I guess probably helps me listen to them more because I'm like oh yeah they're probably <laughs> right <laughs> awesome to have them in your corner so we're really at this threshold in rodeo where more and more opportunities are being made for female competitors specifically breakaway ropers how does it feel to be right at the brink of your career and also at the brink of this new era for breakaway roping oh I'm so so grateful for this um time that we're in and to be at the rise of my career at this time I mean I give full credit to you know the girls before me that I've gotten quite quite close with like Larry Guy and Jackie Crawford JJ Hampton Kelsey Chase I mean all those girls have been working so hard at this event for the past few decades even some of them is so um you know just to see their hard work pay off is I know so fulfilling to them and um, they're rooting for us younger kids just as much as they are for themselves just because they know you know they're so excited for this event to be where it's at now and to excel at this level is so amazing and never before really have you been able to make a great living being a female roper in the rodeo industry and now we're given that opportunity and I think these little girls are you know looking up to 
breakaway ropers because they're aspiring to get a be in the career of this and um, make a living doing this and they're able to do that now so it's so so cool to be in the process of seeing it come up and um, starting to be added in pro rodeos. I wasn't old enough to make the NFR this year, but to just see that, you know, the breakaway being able to be included in the NFR this year, it's amazing. And I'm so grateful to be in the mix of it all and be up for this money and roping to my full potential at this time because of the great opportunities we're given. And I know in probably another decade when I'm older, but these little girls are going to be in my position and they're going to be hopefully um, and probably roping for this amount of money and more. And it's just so awesome to think about and to watch and to be a part of. So I have to ask, take rodeo out of the picture for a second. How would you describe yourself, uh, your spirit or your strengths or any of that to anyone who didn't know you or about your success? Um, I'd say I'm extremely self-motivated. You know, if I want to do something, I don't really need somebody to tell me that I need to, like, work for it to go do it. Um, I kind of I'm really um, interested in the business world and I want to have a good either side career in that or, you know, kind of whatever I want to do in the future with that. I don't know, but I want to definitely, I'm just really intrigued by uh, education and expanding my knowledge all the time. And I think I get that mainly from my grandpa and my mother's father. And um, he's the smartest man there is. So I try and carry myself that way that, um, you know, not like I said, I've never tried to be cocky, but just to want to gain knowledge all the time and know that you can learn something from everybody. I'd call myself very motivated. You're in your senior year. What's next for you in terms of college or, or your next steps in rodeo? Just got accepted into Texas A&M University and into their business school. So I'm really excited about that. I've talked to the rodeo coach there and I have a scholarship opportunity for that as well. And so I'm super excited about that. I'm pretty sure that's the route I will go for college and for college rodeo. Um, Other than that, I think, um, you know, kind of the same rodeos I've been going to this past year. We have some big ones coming up during the NFR that are like the junior NFR and um, a bunch of ropings that I've worked to qualify for all year. And then the American, Junior American coming up next year, you know, been involved with polo, but I don't think I will play polo in college. They do have um, polo in college, but I believe I'll just be focusing on my um, education and rodeo careers. As we start to wrap things up here, you have a lot of time ahead of you in your rodeo career. What are some goals that you have for yourself long-term? Definitely now that the... NFR has included breakaway in it. I'm hoping by next year it'll be in the main main event. Um, that's definitely going to be a huge goal of mine. I'm thankful that I've been able to experience great experiences like the American and this Women's World Championship. And so not that those aren't on my list to make them again, but um, I feel like I've been lucky enough to go most of the places that breakaway has brought me to. I'm super excited that I will be able to go to PRCA rodeos this coming year, though. So my dad and I are already looking at the schedule for those, and we'll <laughs> probably be hitting the road pretty hard to 
try and make it to the NFR next year. Even though Breakaway isn't included in all the pro rodeos yet, we'll try and go to the big ones that it is. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Madison, for sitting down with us. And we certainly wish you the best of luck down the road. Thank you so much. Once again, that was Madison Uthier, 18-year-old breakaway roping sensation. I should add that since this recording, Madison has had even more rodeo success, including winning the Junior NFR held in Fort Worth, Texas this past December. I'm Rebel Soklocha, and you're listening to the Breaking the Barrier podcast presented by the Rural Radio Network.